Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. Thanks for all who, thanks for Kaz for joining us this morning. He was great this morning at 625. He was. Always great insight there from Kaz on Nebraska and other, everybody else he was uh, watching this weekend. We'll have Robin Washington next segment to talk, talk about Nebraska basketball starting off their season tomorrow night against Peru State. But we are joined now for the second time on the show, Sip, by... Kansas head football coach Lance Leipold. Lance, thanks for joining us. I got to tell you, I was in Lawrence this past weekend because Nebraska had a bye week. I had a buddy getting married down there, but I thought I'd check out your football game against Oklahoma. And I was blown away with how good you guys looked in that game, Lance. I know you lost, but uh, thanks for joining us. And, and what a showing you had on Saturday in that loss to Oklahoma. Well, Jake, thank you. Uh Steve, great to be with both of you again. Appreciate the opportunity and uh, really proud of our team of, of the, the step that we took on, on Saturday. Uh, still at the same time, came up short, uh, you know, against an excellent football team and a team people are considering to be in a in the college football playoff. But uh, where we've been and, and progressing and everything since we even talked last time of taking this job over in May and mm-hmm. getting things going to, to kind of get to that point at this time is was much needed, and now now we get ready to head to Stillwater to play against another excellent football team. Joined by Kansas coach Lance Leipold. Now, Lance, did you see this coming? Has your team been building toward this 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 game in which you pushed the number three team in the nation to the absolute limit? The scores don't necessarily yeah. suggest that. No, I, I think you're right. See, we we had struggled, you know. You know, you know, had a couple tough games back to back. One in Ames, you know, where things got away from us early. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing against Texas Tech. Uh, you know, another Baylor team. You know, those were that, that was a tough stretch for us. You know, and, and, and at least two of those for sure. The games have pretty much been decided at halftime. And when you're in a, a building project such as this, you know, morale at halftime and trying to give players optimism and where we're going and believing and keep pounding away at things. You know that that makes it more difficult when you walk in at halftime with with large deficits. You know, but we kept talking about the, the the bits and pieces of where things were getting better, and and to 
put things together holistically and, and we made a decision to take the ball to start the yep. game if we won the toss, which we did, and you know, try to slow that game down and get some first downs and don't let them kind of get off to a, a, a fast start. And, and, and that was probably the best thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Had a long drive, kept their offense off the field. And uh, honestly, it was the best our quarterback, Jason Bean, had played in a few weeks, and we need him to play well. Joe, Lance Leipold. Lance, I mean, yeah, that, I, that's what I noticed. I had not watched much of your team so far, and I, I thought Jason Bean in that game was really, really good. If, if you had watched that game but not knowing – the stories of either team, if they were ranked or what their records were, you would not have known in that particular game, Lance, for my eyes, a big difference between Oklahoma and Kansas. I mean, that that's a huge testament to what you've done so far this year. I mean, I mean, did those at half take us to halftime when they're up 10 0? They've held Oklahoma to zero points. What was that locker room like, mm-hmm. Lance? Well, obviously night and day from the last two, and uh, the excitement, the energy, and the energy we had on the sideline. Um, again, and it's been, as we know, a, a tough, a, a tough road for this program for 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 multiple years now, and and for us to have some, you know optimism at halftime and excitement, and energy, and belief in in one another and what's happening. But you know, as coaches, you know, we're we're still trying to plug away at what needs to be corrected and talk about finishing, and that unfortunately we weren't able to do that. But as I think we're talking about progress and where things are at, and. And, uh, you know, we're not in the moral victory business and, and we have to find a way to, to turn all that excitement into a, a, a huge celebration at the end of the game and not just talking about portions of it. And, and our guys understand that. And even through these tough times, we talk about it after every game about coming back on Monday and being coachable and owning what's on film and taking the strides that are necessary. And I could not be more proud of what this group has done, um, even in that area, as we've gone through this part of the season. Lance, part of that not finishing was was something also I had never seen in my history watching football. <laughs> was as I know you're talking, what I'm going to talk about is, is the fourth and two play where you guys have stuffed Kennedy Brooks and Caleb Williams literally strips the ball from his own running back and gets the first down. I, take us back to that play, that moment. Your thoughts on how that went down? Did you think that was a legal play? And when all was said and done, do you still believe it was legal? Um, well, <laughs> I'm going to stay out of that latter okay. part. Sure. Um, <laughs> the uh, smart. Well, first of all, we had another fourth down stop. Before that, we had a chance at a couple missed tackles. Kay Williams said, "What a what, what a." excellent young football player and and he takes it the distance so then we're on fourth down rich miller our our, our linebacker makes a nice tackle um and then you say caleb williams literally just takes the ball from the running back and 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 carries over for the first down uh legal play yeah you know when you look at handoffs um you know all the time in you know, this wasn't a handoff. It was a steal, probably more. You know, he just took the ball away. But you look at in the RPO games and everything that's done in football, there are forward handoffs mm-hmm. in the backfield all the time. So that part was explained to me very quickly that, you know, that is legal. The the, the part that is still, uh, you know, I've, you know, looking at and, and things like that, but it's not going to change the outcome is whether or not the initial ball carrier crossed the line of scrimmage or not. And then those bounce back and then, and then the handoff took place. So, um, very unique play, very uh, heads up on their part. Unfortunate for our guys because we would have the ball around midfield, mm-hmm. down five, and uh, a lot of things are, you know, um, would have been exciting to see play out. Lance, excuse me, Lance Leipold joins us, the head coach at Kansas. Lance, I'm interested to, I want to drill down a little bit more on your what your 
what your message has been to your team to keep it together to to get to this point after a lot of tough losses, but still competing at a at a high level. What is your message to your guys? What's it about? What do you what are the key what are the key parts of your message if you don't mind sharing it? Well, I, I think it's whether you win or lose, Steve, it's whether or not it's about daily improvements. And we talk about, you know, controlling the things in, that we can control our our, our effort, our attitude, our preparation, and, and those things are going to be always constant, whether we're one and six or six and one. And and the same things that we want to create daily in the program is competition and, and things like that, and and you know working to get better. And 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 a lot of friends, colleagues, whatever, as as they've you know gone through tough times, and people reach out and they they keep saying you know you know stick to your plan and do what you have to do and. Um, you know, I got a real excellent one from someone, an NFL general manager that just said, you know, during their building process about, you know, you have long-term goals, but you have to have short-term markers along that you're looking at for improvements. And I think we've done that. And, and a lot of our improvements that started to show itself on Saturday are a lot of things that aren't always even football related that uh-huh. our program has gotten better at here in the last month. Lance Leipold joins us. Lance, I'm interested in this. You're now you're a head coach. There's a there, there's a that's a it's a broad scope of duties you have, and I'm wondering how yeah, much. Yeah, who would you... ever thought that? Sip, right? <laughs> who would ever thought that? That being a head coach, that's almost be like me thinking that you're on the radio. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> well, Matt Wells just got whacked at Texas Tech because a part of the reason was they just don't have they're not getting any fans to the games. In your shoes, Lance, do you think about? enthusiasm in the fan base and what you can do to help it beyond having your team play games like that and generate this sort of discussion. Do you think about that crowd, you know, number of people in the stadium, just general enthusiasm? Um, well, you know, see when we first met almost 20, you know, 20 years ago, you know, oh. we, we know what the, you know, where Husker football was and, and, and what's transpired and what, you know, you know, Coach Frost is doing there now and all the things and sometimes some of the out, outside things that influence programs. Um, our situation here is so much different about what's happened over the last decade of where we have to be. And But uh, I, I know one thing in my short time here uh, in conference realignment in the Big 12 conference happening again is that, you know, how important football is and, mm-hmm. and, and how, how important football is to 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 you know, the athletic department, conferences, and, and holistically universities' futures in, in many ways and, and how they're perceived and, yep. and, and those things. So um, we're such in an infancy part and in, in being barely six months into this, but I'm sure there's going to be a day where, you know, that, you know, the, you know, butts in the seats and things like that are going to matter in a lot of things, just like it does on eyeballs on whether it be on television, streaming, and all the other things that have changed so much in, in college athletics here over the last few years. Lance, during that game on Saturday, uh, there was an interesting tweet by the uh, the KU Athletic Department saying, come on in, third quarter, anybody's welcome. Uh, you know, The gates are open, and it got pretty full there, not, not all the way to the top, but it, it, you could tell there's a difference. I'm curious with that result and how you guys play despite it being a loss. I mean, do you expect the next, the rest of the season for home games to see a little bit more buzz from the fans because of what they saw on Saturday? Well, you know, again, I, I think just by initial result, I mean, there's there's a sense of, you know, of and 
small enthusiasm and belief and seeing progress. I, I think that's exciting. Uh, I think obviously how we play this weekend is going to be a thing. Is it just a quick, you know, right. flip on the screen or are we going to continue to show progress? And, and the goal, again, like I said, playing an excellent ranked football team is going to be a huge challenge. But I think, you know, our next home game is Kansas State, our rival, you know. And it's, so I would hope we'd have a nice crowd and great enthusiasm and continue to build on it. And our last home game will be after Thanksgiving, um, which is always affects, you know, student crowds. But, uh, again, hopefully, uh, um, you know, we continue to, you know, gain momentum. And as I've said throughout the summer, our fan base, as we know, just like in Steve's question, is mm-hmm. um, the fan base, and it's it's tough sometimes when things aren't going well, but um, it plays a big part in what we do. It helps in recruiting. It helps, you know, energy in the stadium. All those things um, kind of go hand in hand, and hopefully we can build this thing together with our fan base. Lance Leipold joins us from – he's a Kansas head coach. Now, Lance, when you were watching film of Oklahoma, did you – were there some things you picked out that's – that told you, hey, we we can definitely exploit this. I'm wondering in particular about the way you ran the ball. I mean, Devin Neal ran the ball 23 yeah. times for 100 yards. Jake Jake picked that out. You were running the ball did. on Oklahoma. Did you see something from Oklahoma that led you to believe, yeah, hey, we can do this? Uh, I wouldn't say that because, again, when we talked about our, our first – three conference games and where we were at. You right. Know, we were playing, uh, you know, all you got to do is turn on the, the second half of the Texas game and you're like, you know, hold on, you know, type of thing. But I, I think the one thing maybe Jake's referring to is a little bit is, of course, maybe some of their slow starts. And that was kind of the thought of taking the ball if we couldn't okay. have some early success yep. mixing it up. I think when you looked at, uh, you know, a yeah. multitude of, uh, or I say a multitude, multiple games early, um, with even you know with TCU Tulane and some others, they they had a lot of close scoring ball games. So again, if we could find a way, and and this is no other secret, is that when you're a program like us building, many times when I'm talking to our team, our thing is let's find a way to get the game into the fourth quarter. Let's get it into the fourth yeah. quarter, yeah. and then you know when when you're an underdog or you're a heavy favorite, the heavy favorite might tighten up and, and we got to find a way to do that. That's been our message all along and it'll continue to be that way until we get ourselves in the position that we want on a weekly basis. Yeah. Lance, I'm just, I was so impressed again on, on, on Saturday because I know you mentioned that Jason, that was his best game of the season, Jason being the quarterback, but it, it, for me, that was my first time seeing him. And I don't think he made a really a critical mistake in that game. He took a sack late, but it was already kind of over that last drive. But, but Lance, I thought his decision-making was excellent. He ex- executed third down throws. Great. He ran the ball. Well, I mean, I mean, was that kind of out of nowhere for him or wh- where did you, wh- what, how do you assess his performance, particularly from Saturday? Well, he, uh, honestly, he hadn't played as well the last couple of games, and we challenged him a little bit more and, and okay. kind of went through and tried to simplify a few things. But we said, you know, we needed him to play better, and he really rose to the occasion and accepted that. And, and you're right. He looked smooth. He looked comfortable. He made decisions. I mean, we gave up, as you mentioned, one sack in the fourth, yep. in the fourth quarter. A year ago, we gave this program gave up nine sacks to that same team. So, wow. I mean, those are the wow. things now – Wow. We're playing a little better up front. Mm-hmm. We're making decisions quickly and get rid of the ball. And and one of the times that you get a chance, it's a it's a good feeling when you see things kind of clicking. And 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 it did for us that day. And um, as as you saw, it's all early. We were able to do some things uh, 
you know, multiple in a snap count, how we came out of the huddle. And I think we caught a team in an early kickoff time that uh, probably wasn't where they wanted to be mentally, and, and we took advantage of it. Lance Leipold joins us. Lance, I'm interested in something. At Nebraska, the basketball program always makes it a point to bring recruits to the football games mm-hmm. for obvious reasons because the place is full. It's an incredible scene. Do you – Try to take advantage of that scene at Allen Fieldhouse. Do you get guys over there, recruits over there? Oh, we well, you know, just getting here and things that that'll be part of it. But uh, just on the football aspect of things, uh, you know, one of the you mm-hmm. know when I accepted the job sitting in in in, in my home in in Buffalo, one of the first phone calls I had was from Bill Self, and mm-hmm. and and. and, mm-hmm. and He's been a great supporter and the things because, as he said to me, we need football to be successful here. We, you know, he wants an environment that he can take his recruits to and vice versa. And we do have plans, of course, uh, um, you know, for multiple days that uh, we'll, we'll be taking recruits to Allen Fieldhouse. And, and I'm looking forward to it as well because that is such a great environment. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it speaks for itself, the success of our program, but also that environment and the history that goes along with it. Yeah, Lance, you can kind of relive your glory days as a shooting guard, too, right? You had to go there. Okay. I know there's, as we know, Sip, there's some there's some real-to-real Columbus High School film somewhere. Oh, it's out, it's out there. It exists with somewhere. A, with a Greg Brady afro. You are my age, so don't do the age thing, okay? Go ahead, Jake. Lance, uh, we appreciate your time this morning. I mean, again, great performance yeah, against you. Oklahoma. I, w- I was surprised with the effort. I was glad to see how it ended up. I know you guys lost, but really impressive performance. I look forward to see how you guys do the rest of the season. And we uh, thank you for your time this morning. We will talk with you again down the road. Well, Jake, I appreciate you coming to check us out and reaching out for the opportunity. And Sip, always good to talk to you. And, uh, Jake, I know your back is sore from carrying Sip on yeah, the show. Yeah, of course. Very, very I sore. I enjoy the opportunity. But uh, all the best to you guys, and let's do it again soon. All right. All right thank you, stuff. Lance. That's uh, Lance thank Leipold, you. Kansas head football coach. That was interesting. Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. That was interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm still telling you. That was interesting. That was inter- interesting. Great stuff. If you missed any of that, check out the podcast page at theticketfm.com. But, th- I mean, Kansas looked like a football team on Saturday, Sip. I mean, and I'm, I'm seeing people on the text line saying that, you know, they're seeing that kind of progress in year one for Kansas is is incredible. Well, there's coaching involved. It was oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, Lance Leipold is a huge part of that op- yeah. of why that you, happened you, on Saturday. You picked out Jason Bean, and you're smart. I mean, you, you saw him play well, but you heard what Lance said. He hadn't been playing that well, and they challenged him. And what else did they do? They simplified things a little bit. You know, they 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 basically had to, you know, they had to kind of gear things toward 
his ability. Well, think and that's of, what coaches do. Now, Jake, that's what coaches do. That's well, think what about what he said, do. though. He said in the interview, he said, we we had the choice. We took the ball exactly. because we want. We knew that Oklahoma kind of starts slow. Right. And and Sip, the opening drive, Oklahoma had three offsides penalties. Like They were sloppy. Right. And Kansas was just moving it methodically. They, you know, they ran the ball well. They had a nice bootleg, a third and eight. That's you know, third, coaching. They had a plan. Completion. They had a plan. So what? So you, you you can imagine what was going on in those kids' head. Lance explained to him, "Surely we're going to take the ball. Yep. They're a slow starting team. Right. We're going to we have to get some first downs. Let's get some first downs. Did. Put it in their mind that they're a slow starting team. Right. And then, okay. So what happens? Those kids. Oh, okay. This is working. They have three offsides. Oh, now we're up. You know, now we got a 10-0 lead. And and then they trust their coaches." Okay, they told us that this is a slow starting team. Yep. And the plan is working. We took the ball. The plan is working. So that helped a lot. But also, as you pointed out, Bean played well. Jason Bean played well. And also they had the running game going. So yeah, if you watch that game in a vacuum, you didn't know anything about Oklahoma's ranking or their history, or you didn't know Kansas's history or their yeah. where, the, where they are. You would have thought, you know what, these teams are fairly comparable. I'm telling you, if you didn't know, yeah, if you didn't know anything about this, if you're just watching a football game in Lawrence, Kansas, and you didn't know anything about them, you would not know that Oklahoma was a 38 and a half point no, you favorite have known. in that game. You, you would have, have no idea. No, and that's a credit to the Kansas coaching staff. Because that team was ex- was really well prepared. Well, that's what I was saying with Lance. You know, he said last year when these teams played, there was nine sacks given up. The offensive line played very well, and again, part of that was Jason being escaping. He yeah, he's, he's he, very he, mobile. He is mobile, but yeah. it was also if you watched, it was it was pretty good protection in yep. general. Yeah, they're and they opened line, up holes for the running game. Right, their offensive line played well in that game for a team that gave up nine sacks this last very year. this very game last year. Right now, Lance, you could tell. He, I mean, there's it's a little bit he. As the head coach, this conversation for him, he has to dial it down a little bit because they did lose. So he doesn't – I don't think in his shoes he wants to get too excited. Right. He doesn't want – you know, like he said, that we're not about moral victories. But he also talked about markers along the way in progress mm-hmm. and building a program. And I would say this was a legitimate marker. It really got people's attention because of the things we're saying. And it took a freak play, really, for Oklahoma oh. to win. That play, that play that you asked Lance about, yeah. the score they were up, Oklahoma was up five. Five. It was fourth down. They were about to give the ball up, and and Kansas would have got it an excellent on field the forty-five yard line of Oklahoma. Yeah, so Kansas would have had the ball at Oklahoma's forty-five, down five with three three and a half minutes left. And they had just had a, a scoring drive of a minute fifty where right. they torched Oklahoma on to make it a five point game. Right. Kansas was in prime position. In that, in late in the game to win that game, that's amazing. Well, as Lance mentioned, yeah, I mean, they, there's two fourth downs. One of them, Caleb Williams, they had stuffed, and he broke away eventually for a touchdown to make it twenty-eight seventeen. Like you thought, that's where the game ends here. It's over. Kansas goes down and scores, makes, and they don't get the two-point conversion, but it's five-point game. And then right there, yeah, I was, I was saying, if they stop them, they're going to score. They yeah. might, they might not win the game. They might score too quickly. And you but, thought they stopped them. I, you hugged your buddy. I, yeah, I became a Kansas fan on Saturday yeah. well, during the game, and I was you know rooting for Kansas and, and berating Oklahoma fans during it. Yeah, but I was giving big hugs like we're gonna win. Right, we <laughs> we we're gonna win. We're you gonna win. The Jayhawks. I did. You adopted the Jayhawks. And then I looked around and said, "What? Hang on, why? Why are they saying first down? Like, <laughs> and why does why does Williams have the ball? <laughs> yeah, what did he? What just? Happened? So I go to the replay board. I'm like, what? Yeah. 
Huh? He, he was one of the most amazing football plays I've ever seen, and I'm not joking. And I was there to not even see it. I was, I was <laughs> hugging during the play. We're going to win the game. Thanks yeah. to Lance. Yeah, Lance Leipold. Excellent. If you miss any of that interview with Lance Leipold, they'll be on the podcast page at theticketfm.com, the early break tab. Awesome stuff there from Lance Leipold. We will talk some Husker hoops next with Husker Online's Robin Washit on early break of the ticket. Hey! 